And Jesus called their attention and began to reveal his truth to them. Like we were listening yesterday in the prayer meeting, as Brotini was sharing and was talking about understanding the truth. That will avoid deception in the world. For Christ has come to show us the path and the way to salvation. But there are many antichrists already sent out in the world today. But the antichrist is coming. First John. 2 18. At the end of time, there will be one dominant antichrist that will mark the end of the age as we know it. But Christ wants us to be focused on Him and not on things on the earth. And so, in the prophetic words of God, revealing to us the mind of God, Jesus began to point to us that we, his own, might know. You know, of every book in history, no one has a clear picture of how the end of times will play out except the Bible and every word revealed therein is from the Lord that his people might be aware and be able to prepare themselves and in our study of the end times we see That Jesus began to point that every revelation in the Old Testament was actually talking about him and how things will end. That means God is the one that, that starts a thing and completes it even before a thing actually begins. And so the, the trajectory of the age is being set in motion by the Lord. And it is wisdom for anyone to take time out to study. And so we see that God in his mercy has, has put in codes so that the church will know. And one thing that Jesus mentioned in Mark 24, verse 15, he made an allusion to a particular scripture or prophecy from the prophet Daniel. That in your study of the end times, you should learn this. You should look into this. If you are, if you are, if you are going to get the understanding of the end time, listen to what prophecy Daniel gave about it. So all those things he was mentioning was actually because of the end of times. Amen. 
all the picture and the pictograms and the symbols that, that were being used was a type of one man. Amen. Jesus was telling us that one man will come. Just as there was the first Adam, so there will be what? The second and the last Adam. Just like there were one great leaders who opposed the church in several times in history, there will come a time when there will be one last opposer of God. That's all he was saying. That's all the picture that God was trying to paint. But the paint temper using physical human experiences. He showed him Nebuchadnezzar. He showed him the, 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 the prince of, 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 of the Middle Persians, the, the, the prince of Greece and of Rome, and all these kings. Actually, he was just pointing to one man. And the table is being set for that one man today to be revealed. It says, little children, 1 John 2, 18. You have heard this morning, this morning. 1 John 2, 18. Are we there this morning? You know what he said? He said, little children, it is the last time as you have heard that Antichrist shall come. And guess what? When Jesus was pointing to Daniel, he was pointing to the Antichrist that will come before the Antichrist. Even now, there are many Antichrists. But the Antichrist shall come. Shall come. So the presence of the several antichrists will not stop the antichrist from what? From being manifest or being revealed. But when will he be revealed? He will be revealed at the end of time. And at the end of time, there will be great deception because they will all want to take the voice of Christ. But they will deny his power and his essence. For he says they have a form of godliness, but they deny his deity. And as we continue in these teachings, I want your heart to be open and be and be discerning. For these are times of great discernment, not just for yourselves. But it may help others also discern. In answering the question of who is the Antichrist, who shall he be, and others, we began to look at these thoughts in our last class. Please, can you just go to the slide where we stopped? Because this teaching is important in our spiritual growth. As we begin to come to terms with this divine knowledge of God, it begins to help us separate ourselves to the righteous works of our God. 
And the understanding of these things will help us to, to live as we ought. Amen. Amen. The reason we teach these things is because at this time we, we should begin to prepare ourselves and brace up and begin to live the true life of Christ. We stopped somewhere here in the last class in our attempt to answer the questions. And what are the questions we're trying to answer? Can we go to the slide? It's one or there, one or three. Where we began from. Hallelujah. We're trying to answer these questions. When Jesus said, just just it. When ye shall therefore see the abomination, the concept desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. So the two things shall we see is what the abomination of what desolation and the holy place. So we ask the question: what is the abomination? that causes desolation and we try to answer that it is the desecration of the temple of God for a time will come in history when these things will be played out practically and God is giving us you know you know you know you know information about the things that will that will shortly come to pass they will come to us. And we are looking at the second question. Now in the first one, that abomination is something disgusting will be done in the temple within the holy place. So when these things happen in history, let those who are alive at the time understand that these things have been spoken. No wonder Jesus spoke to them, and that's why we must be Christians of Scripture in Luke 24. Don't go there, just stay here. He said to them, How come you are slow of heart? May we not be slow of heart in understanding these things that will come to pass. Because this was exactly how Christ told them that I'm going to die and I will rise again the third day that I might fulfill all that was written about me in, in, in about, from, from Moses to the prophets to the Psalms that all things might be fulfilled. And when he rose, the same disciples were still confused. That means God wants this to be clear in our hearts. And all this thought to be truth and let it guide our hearts. For these things shall come to pass. But when we not be disciples that will not believe until it comes on us. Just hold on there this morning. You know, I was just thinking in my heart. And I'm saying, Lord, if God can tell Moses, Moses, these people are stiff necked. Let me destroy them and raise new ones through you. 
These are destructive. Because they have given him to the spirit of what? Deception. They refuse to honor me as God. And what do make you to dishonor God? Disobedience. What must we do to do the work of the Father? He said obedience. That is the moment people begin to live in disobedience, they are forsaking the Father. So when folks say, salvation is a gift. You, you didn't do anything to, to earn it, you don't need to lose it. Really? I've seen people before that the man gave gift to. Because they're in position, they've got to keep the man back and say, take your car. Because I'm leaving your church. I'm leaving you. Have you seen before? Have you seen the moment a girlfriend begins to give you back the card you bought for Valentine two years ago? Know that it's over. When they give you the pockets, they turn their pots. When their pots were being put, it was put in love. Don't you hear me? I will spend the rest of my life. Have you seen people that come, come to the altar to, to marry? They cut wedding cake. Now they are cutting this wedding cake. That means every cake eating can be read. Is it eating or, or the dog? Where, where, where did men get that from? Is cutting from nature, from, from the order of God. That a time will come when you feel that my cause and this cause can align. And therefore, I won't go again. It didn't mean at the time you began, you, you, you didn't mean it. Don't say, you know, it's not true. When God called them, He said, I'm calling you that you might be my people forever. But because they kept remembering Egypt and disdaining the word of the Lord, God said, Moses, I will destroy them. I will reject them. And then I will raise a new generation from you. Wow. That means we must be careful. So that there will be no hardness in our hearts. I've read Hebrews. Hebrews 12. I don't want to check that particular scripture. Please don't go too far. Because I'm going back to where we are. You know, if you can find it for me, what he said, lest an evil heart will grow in you. Is it Hebrews 12? Alright. If you can find it for me, you know, 15. He said, See to it that no one falls or no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. See to it. And the reason we must start paying attention is because the times are close when we begin to become more and more vigilant because we are hearing the sound of war. The drums of war have been beaten for the close of age. And therefore, we must raise our consciousness 
upon our spiritual walk with God. And take redemption as the most valuable gift or price or asset you ever have. For indeed, redemption is, your, is, your, is the most valuable asset you have in this life. You ask me what's my, what's my strongest asset? Redemption. And two, my fellow brethren. Because through them I'm encouraged, I'm strengthened, I'm built up. I'm reminded of the word of God. Because having said all and done, it is to him we shall account to. So Christ, speaking about the end of time, says to us, in this end time, I want you to, to be aware, not be ignorant. This is one of the, of the, of the doctrines of the church that everyone in the church must comprehend. Now, I'm taking a long while to teach this, even though I can say this things one one hour and finish it, but I'm laying the foundation, I'm showing us the, the, the importance and the reasons we should learn this and become aware of the times we are in. So the Antichrist will come. Paul calls him, okay, we're getting there, the man of sin, the son of perdition. But that's not the name the world will give him. In fact, the world will call him every good name. He's just like a pastor who is in church and everybody says, Daddy, excuse me, Daddy, my father, the Lord, my mother, the Lord, um, um, Daddy, XYZ, Daddy, this, you know, and then the wife will say, Oh, two of us. You listen to him. So the name he will be called by the world will be different. The world will see him and, and praise him because he's coming with with a cloak like a sheep. But his true color will be revealed at that time. And so those who are alive in that season will be able to spot him by the things the Lord has revealed. So the first question we ask, please go out there again, is this. What is the abomination that causes desolation? We said it's something disgusting that will happen at the end of time in the temple of God. Therefore, there must be a temple for this abomination to be effected. And if there will be a temple, then everything you see in Israel get towards building a temple is for the fulfillment of what this prophecy. So, prophecy is being fulfilled before our eyes. The people even trying to fulfill this prophecy don't even know why. They're just doing it for maybe for for a a thing of pride for the nation that we have now a temple. But to the counsel of God, prophecies are being fulfilled. And one of the things that will happen before the Antichrist reveals himself 
is that there will be global chaos. And the chaos is, is ramping up every day in the world today. Alignment, disalignment. So, in these end times, am I so? Don't sleep. Eyes wide. Don't be watching Instagram or TikTok. That's what you do for four hours. You're watching food. You're watching people dancing. Tell me what you're doing on Instagram or on that thing. On TikTok one. Okay, you know what you do. You use it to relax. So we are aware of these streets. Because in the end times it will intensify. In fact, I'm going to this morning. You, 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 you did have gone. The word great tribulation means megas. It means at least at the time of the end, the things will just intensify. Not because it hasn't been existing before. You're wondering why are men getting so wayward? Why is what is being wayward now becoming a norm? Why is that people just hate to hear the truth? But they, they, they enjoy hearing falsehood. When it comes to a meeting of sound teaching. But when it comes to hype and, 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 and talking about yourself and, and, and being emotional and being, and being sentimental about things, people love it. In this time, I assure you, service of one hour will not do. Any service that you attend as one hour, run away. The pastor doesn't know what he's doing. Take my word. You see, I believe in my heart that God doesn't intend that a church is mega. He wants a church where you know each other and be able to know what so we can pull together. I don't like mega churches. Or you put people to the pastors, people who need to pass themselves. Or they ask you, are you a graduate? You speak English? Go a pastor. Are you working? At least, how much are you earning? 300 k You will have to steal our money. And at least you two will be paying tight. So we use part of your tithes to pay you back. Oh. It's true. So most people who are pastors, they say, well, we went there to eat, but they reneged on the agreement. They said they will pay us 40, but now they are paying us, they say, we're not getting targets. We're not paying food, so they'll pay us 15. So increase that, increase your food, your money will increase. How come, how is it that the money you are paying is having by the food? Is it the one that gets food? Is it the one that increases the church? The Lord added, if, if, God is already doing. But if you're not doing that, can you force God to add? So because you're not, we will sack you. It's in my age I say people give you a letter of sack to pastors that you're being sacked from pastor. How? Someone sack me now for being a pastor. Oh, be that. What's the meaning? You can't sack me. It's a God. You don't sack someone as a God. He didn't employ his God. But it's in the time of some people. If I ask one, I say, one says, ah, let's find the pastor. I say, sir, 
Let's look at what is that. We don't call angels. So this person is not qualified to be a pastor. He said, don't worry. Go take care of him. This person will keep the church. He said, leave that. We don't want pastors as angels. I said, no, God is not the angel, but God knows the criteria. I said, this person, out of the 13, one he doesn't have. He said, don't worry. And then he comes to church. These are times when we begin to become vigilant. So you know this and begins to prepare you. You know you hear someone services. You, you know what you hear? We run four services. You know you have a wow success. <laughs> First service. Second service. You, you, you know if you hear that, something makes you feel that that church is a successful church. You, you don't know that. So we have four services. You say, ah, I want to identify with success. So you go to the church that has four services. First service, 8 to 9. Second service, 19 to 10, 30. Two of us. In this time, we need the word of God to stand strong. were challenged to start studying about the end time from the video you watched. If you are assessing that, there's more to learn. So we are looking at the abomination. So what is the abomination that Christ wants us to know? It means something will happen in history that the holy temple of God will be desecrated. And when you see those things, then know that you have three more half years to go on earth. What accuracy? You can know. But before business happens, several things will be happening. There are hearts will be apostasy and deception. That's why we have to take heed to ourselves and then to the flock. Who is it that shall stand? There will be someone. So if you see a woman, you see a child. No, it's not. And God is revealing to us who the person will be. What is the holy place? The holy place is the temple of God. And the temple will not be in Abuja. It will be in Iraq. It will be where? In Jerusalem. That's why you find them getting the heifer. Getting all the blocks. They don't look so that is a national pride. Now no, we are restoring again. But actually in the prophetic calendar of God, they are doing that for the king of kings to return. Every prophecy will be fulfilled by human beings. There are some that will be done by unbelievers. They will know. Some will be done by believers. If they choose to know, they will know. When God said in Isaiah 45, he says, look at Cyrus, my servant. Cyrus didn't know God, but he was fulfilling the plan of God for rebuilding the temple and the wall again of Jerusalem. Just like nations will come together and put voice and say, What's the problem? Let's not build now. He's been here for two more years. Let's not. Somehow, it will build. And when we see these things happen, and what I said, let's start looking up. For those who are around at a time, and it happens in our time, we know. So this morning, I want to try to cover this, finish this, and then take the next question. As a goal. Is it okay, church this morning? 
Go back to the next one. Where we stop quickly. Let me show us my scriptures. We stop here. We said the Antichrist will be a man because it is it is revealed to us in scripture. If a soul said in every generation there's a potential candidate for the Antichrist. But the candidate himself doesn't know. But he feels the deal. He will hate the passion. He will hate the church. He wants to be God. He, he, he wants to superintend over mankind. He wants to change the times and the season to suit himself. That's what you hear men now. They say, we want to reset the world. And they say the time to reset it is now. That was the speech of King Charles in 2020. How many of that speech? He said the time to reset the world is now. And it is a task that must be done. Now if they say it, <laughs> they have done it. He shall be a man. He shall have global policies and programs to promote his antichrist agendas. The reason for this said, and it was given unto him to make war. And, his, and, his, and, and, and one of the things he will do in no sense, he will make war with the saints. Because everything he's doing is to contradict what God has said. Because ultimately he wants to declare himself as God. Because the force backing him is Satan, the dragon. For he is given authority, not of himself. But from a being. And to overcome them. And power was given to him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Wow. That means he has power not over a region, but over an entire world. You have influence at that time. Let's go on. He said, he said, he said, he said, I'm going to worship him. Whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the the world? Daniel 8. And his power shall be mighty. Remember, everything that Daniel was from the sign was for the end. Like I said, prophecies have what? Dual, dual what? Dual fulfillment. So you see some things partially fulfilled, but the ultimate fulfillment is to the end. You understand? And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. You see that? That means the Antichrist will be mighty, but his might will come from another source. But only him will know and believe us. But those who are his cohorts will not know that there's a being, even himself will never know. You will think he's just charismatic. You will think he's vicious. Until an event will happen that will take away one of the crowns. But the crown taken down will be revived. We'll get a shot. Imagine God showing us these things practically in his government. No. He said, and shall destroy wonderfully. Wow, when a man destroys wonderfully, that's clean destruction. You know, <laughs> there'll be wonderful destructions that is on that is on, on parallel in history. Everything this Antichrist from 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 because all I've done will be charged play. Compared to what this little finger, this little horn will do at the end of time. Let's go on. And practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy one. And through his word, his policy, that is, it will formulate policies. That's what you're asking for. Around the world. 
and he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his hand, and by peace, by what? Imagine by peace he will destroy. So he will when there's so much chaos, someone will come upon the earth to produce peace. But it's true that peace that will bring destruction. What is the now saying? When you hear of peace, peace says suddenly what? This peace will last for three and a half years. By the three and a half year, he will turn around. You see in scripture. So these things will play out like this. But let's go on. He shall also stand up against the priest of princes. But he shall do what? Now let me do that. So this Antichrist shall stand against Christ. Who is the prince of princes? But eventually he shall be destroyed. The Antichrist as a leader will be revealed in scriptures. This is one of the first slide. Alright. Next slide. We see here that he shall be an intellectual person. You know, the guy you were showing us in the picture, the Noah guy, there are many of them. They speak with so much understanding. They understand world dynamics, world economics, and world metrics. They can tell you what to do. No, if, if, if one person is this figure, then, then, then X, Y, Z will be affected. Therefore, let's cut down this, let's increase this, let's, 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 let's maintain this, let's do this, and we're doing it for the favor of the world. Therefore, one man and a group will come to superintend over the affairs of the world. The reason there's chaos today in the world, where there's no more agreement, is to set the pace for one person to come and galvanize all together. He shall possess great oratory skills. Now, all these scriptures, read them, you find that he will, he, will, he will have so much communicating power, like Hitler. He will talk, everyone will captivate him. You say, wow. Someone say, I have a dream speech. Have you seen why somebody speaks and people are crying? And says, Behold the Messiah. Behold the hope. Behind you we stand. We we'll stand on your mandate. <laughs> and around we shall stand. Okay. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It shall have so much oratory skills. He shall seek to be worshipped. You know, I said earlier on that generally Satan always has sought to worship. That I said, I will raise my throne above the throne and the stars of God. He said, Jesus, if you can, if you can bow down and worship, and worship he was not afraid. He came to Christ himself to seek worship. Wow. And so the ultimate aim of the Antichrist will be to seek global worship. But at the end of the events, the prince of peace himself, the king of kings himself, the one that comes on the white horse, the one that comes.
God will respond. The one that comes to tread upon the armies in a vicious way, that 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 that, that the grapes will rise, the blood of enemies will rise and flow in great length. Will be will be Christ and will come and destroy the Antichrist, the first come and the beast and all the hosts with him. In scripture, the Antichrist is likely to be an homosexual. Likely. Because he, he will hate women. He will hate any official with women. Turn in scripture. Let's see. Daniel 11, 37. Please read for us. Is it Kevin? Daniel 11. Yes. 36 and 7. And the king shall do according to his will. His will? And he shall exalt himself. Himself? And magnify himself. Wow. Above every god. Hold on. Can you imagine that? God, sir. And shall speak marvelous things. Yes. Against the god of gods. Yes. And shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. Yes. For that is that which is determined shall be done. Yes. Neither shall he regard the god of his fathers. Yes nor the desire of women, nor regard any God for him. Hold on. All this you are saying is, 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 is an attribute of the Antichrist. But he will not desire a woman. Probably the reason why you, you are having LGBTQ agenda being pushed so strong now in the world. So that it's been accepted. In the last election in the US, one of the candidates by the name of Buttigieg is a gay person. His wife is a woman. He almost cleaned the seat. Don't be amazed that the next president of, of, of US or the Western world will be a practicing homosexual. How <laughs> the event? No, it happened. Years past, he would not have dared to compete or come to a contest. But now he was a front runner. His class told him that, see, hold on. It's only your time. You will so manifest. Let's set the stage for you. So, the Antichrist will likely be problems risen today in the world. You find this. That's why courts are giving judgments in favor of homosexual practices. When we see these things in light of scripture, we mustn't just allow it just go as though it's nothing. No, it's something to the believers. He shall possess great military power to enforce and subdue nations that will oppose his authority. These are things that will happen. He shall be the last world dictator. After him, there will be no more. That will be the end of all things. Christ says, when you see the abomination that causes desolation, Daniel said in Daniel 9 that he shall make peace with them for half a time. And at the middle of the peace treaty, he will turn against God. So when we see this happen in history, what happens at that instant, we have three more Arabians to go on the earth. So the world, as we know it, will come to an end somehow, someday. And God has said his children should not be unaware of it. It will persecute the Jews and the Christians in the world. Because of the ones that were opposing. 
that the ones of us will see something done and be worshipped. They will say no. They will oppose him. And he will fight back viciously and he will destroy wonderfully. At this time, there will be great persecution. There will be great stress and distress for the church. Imagine the church is not prepared for this. How many will fall away? Because there will be options. Renounce Christ and be free. Hold on to him and face the consequence. What will be your choice? I will show you a video right now. As I go to the next question. A few months ago, three months ago in the US, judgment was given to against a man who, who, who was preaching. And he was given an injunction. He was restrained from, from quoting Matthew 8 for five years. If he does, prison. I will come here shortly. Courts are giving restraining order from quoting certain scriptures. But this one, this is what he will do. He will speak great, great blasphemy against us. So what thing that he shall consistently do is to oppose God. But we think that his mandate is political or economic or global peace global settlement you know look at what happened but no the real mandate is to go against god and from beginning he will have shown that truth and in this time the world shall be so much deceived that it takes only those who understand the prophetic word of god to know what is happening at the time and God wants the church to know this and pass down this truth to every generation. Next slide. Next slide, please. There are many names of the Antipas that you must know as revealed in scriptures. One of it we find in Daniel 7 verse 8 and 1. It's called what? The little horn. That's the coded name of God for the Antichrist. The little horn. The second is the prince that shall come. Daniel 9, 26 before. is the abomination that causes desolation. It's the name for him. Daniel 9 and 7. The fourth one is called the man of sin. These are the names. Reveal in scripture to be born himself, we know him. The next one is the son of perdition. The sixth is the antichrist. And maybe lastly, for this series, is called the beast. All these names are pointing to one and one and the same person that will come in time. And everyone who is born again ought to know these things and put them at heart and be able to understand the 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 precarious times of the because the time of his revealing is close. And one thing that will be paramount in this season is deception, manipulation, and the watering down of the word of God. 
And God wants everyone to be familiar. Because Jesus told us so to do. As we go to the next question this morning, to answer the question, Jesus said, when you see, we are trying to explain to you what that abomination that Jesus was doing about, what did actually mean? Who is the one that caused it? And where will it happen? Because Christ said, let him that reach this world, there's a need for what? Understanding of these things. So that our lives can be patterned according to the prophetic words of God for the times. The second point Jesus mentioned is in verse 21. He said, For then, that means at that time, there shall be what? Great peace. Let's focus. Let's leave this as of this. Let's try. There shall be what? Great tribulation. One thing that will happen at that time is that the world there will be great tribulation, so as was not since the beginning of the world. You see that now? That's why it's called great. Because so as was not. That means this kind is an intensified one. Now. He says, no, nor shall ever be. That means, after this one, there will be none anymore. So we know when things will end. Or I'm saying, we know that things will end. Let the scientists say, everything is meaningless. Someone said that, that do as thou wilt, that's the will of God. Someone said, you know, yeah. It's not what we think, it's what God is revealing to us. He said, A time will come, we know this world will come to an end. Even before we actually end in this world. So let everyone live with this mindset. And that was when, when Christ sat on the Mount of Olives, he was seeing the temple, the glory of it. The magnificence of the temple, the height, the grandeur, the beauty, the glory, the appearance of the temple. And he said, Everything you are seeing will be brought down. You know, sometimes in the world we carry on our soul, everything here will go on forever. No, we are pilgrims. The world has an expiry date set. By God. For us, it's not a choice to believe it or not, it's to believe it. Because this is the reality of God. And it wants our heart. In fact, that's why God has set eternity in our hearts. That's what we must live as believers. We must speak the truth in all seasons. We must live like Christ's own ambassadors, like Christ's own representatives on the earth. Knowing fully well that we shall come to him and we are his what? We are his, we are his masterpieces. Every believer is a workmanship of Christ. Ephesians 2 verse 10. Created 
for good works, which he has ordained for us to walk in before the world for our glory. For some people say, I'm Christ's workmanship. I'm made in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. That I should walk in the things he has made for me to walk in before the walls were formed. Hallelujah. That's the reason no one should call you and say, Where you are? I say, I'm, I'm on Condon Bridge. What else? You are still in Kuhi. No, no, you are past that. Oh, sorry, hear me. Say, so we say, I've passed that. Yeah. Someone comes to you and say, Well, let's, 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 let's conspire just tell this, 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 this little lie. I'm so, so, we can resurrect it. No, I've passed that. So, say that this morning. The understanding of this life begins to bring us to walking in absolute truth. I have a client who pays some money to me for a walk. And normally, the work we do is always coded when I'm paid. But to the amazement, everything that looks to be coded is now uncoded to them. They are amazed. We've not seen someone like you. The reason is, I am not a human being, I'm a spirit. I live above this life. My, my life's sustenance is not based on what man gives me. Better is with a little that man has than much which is cutting with fraud. He said, Food stolen can be sweet in the belly, in the mouth. But when it gets to the stomach, it becomes what? Gravel. That's Proverbs. When you change, when you, when you, when you deceive people to make high king profit, it can be sweet. Bible says, Food stolen. Any food gotten out of manipulation can be sweet when you are getting it. But I guarantee you, eventually it will come down. That's how God designed it. But food gotten by good means is both sweet in the mouth and sweet in the tongue. So I say, Amen. It is the blessings of the Lord. I've seen men send money to my account and say, Keep it. Anyhow, you want to spend it, spend it. No, they don't just do that. They've seen something. And I will tell them what I want. Most of them will remind you. Because this is not the law. And why am I living like this? Not because I want the problem. No, because the spirit I carry cannot lie. It's at the point because it's impossible. It's not impossible. How is it possible? It's impossible to use force measure. It's I've crossed that. I've known God too much well to, to, to be patterned after his life. For the same life of you know what's called Holy Spirit. Because everybody in person must live holy. These teachings should begin to calibrate you. To remember and know that there's a standing before God for there's an expiry date. Before the world expires, you might expire before it expires. But there will be a day that we all expire. If 
God tarries in the next 50 years, I will start, I will start to conduct funerals in this church. Yeah, it will happen. I'm telling you, so it's not preparing. He said, it is good to go in the house of mourning and the place of rejoicing and party, always. So if you're there, you will learn that life is short and then it will, it will set your brain. I didn't say, God said it. Yes, We're not going to mourn. In 15 years, I'll start doing four years. I will start teaching someone who will rule forever. Don't say If you do this way, God will send you back and put that this because it's true. Why do we know these things? Because it sets us in the path of God. We miss up people between the will of God and That's the reason you can't cheat your masters. You can't cheat your employers. You can't, you can't play parents. You will leave. He says, do unto all men as you have men do to you. Now, if you are an employer or employee rather, how will you act when people are working with you? Act that way, even with a wicked man. For God will not account you that your boss was wicked. Why did you? Do wickedly to me all. Lord, I was wicked because he was wicked to me. No. God says, Don't be wicked to your employers. I belong with church. And don't walk with I service. This is is this good? Ah, oh, that was why when Mikhail was called, and over four people prophesied. I, he said, I know you will speak the word of God. Don't lie to me. In fact, he lied. He said, the lie. This lie is a lie because he knows the truth. These are days where you start living like believers, husbands, deal well with your wives. Wives, deal well with your husband. Children, obey the Lord. Employers, do well with your employees. Employees, do well with the Lord. Let Christ be revealed in you that when they ask, they will know there's something different about you. So say amen. Don't be the terror in your environment. Okay. No, 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 no. That must change. That believing spirit of Christ must cause a change in you. In fact, how do we know you are born again? The life of Christ is revealed much more in this end time. So say amen. The day of passing Christians are over. I'm not a passive believer. I'm an actor. So when men ask me, I'll be quick to point that is God. Peter said, sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready to give a word an answer. Jesus has an expectation for you and I. See, the material things you claim. It's a sicky person in the kingdom. So I'm a sicky person. Let God's kingdom be a priority for you. Let the things of God be strong in your spirit. You see, church, let nobody tell you that it's on Sunday you have a special assignment for him. No. Let, let it never be mentioned. Someone telling me that that time, on Sunday, you take me out. At this my age, in Christ, on Sunday. It means two things. I have not told them who I am. Or I have not, not lived to the point of who a Christian should be. If not, who on earth will be coming. It will be mentioned. 
Or Pastor said, on Sunday week, there's one business who wants to go and close. They, they, they are close, he wants to go and sell in an occasion. Sunday morning, some preachers used to pass. So, Pastor, give me time, I'll, I'll come church late. How do, is that possible? We we'll set those clothes on fire. The days are here when your faith should be at the front corner. Though sometimes it might be difficult, but stand your ground in God. You are in the general office. They are all laughing and playing and making foolish, stupid jokes. You keep short. They say, what, what's wrong with you? Tell them, sorry, I can't do what you're doing. It's not in line with God's word. Period. So the period. Yeah. No apology. All they will do is that they will call you mates. That's all. But when God's life begins to shine on you, the same one they call names is the one they will come to for prayer and hands laid. So this morning, I'm challenging you. Like Jesus challenged his disciples, and I'm also challenging myself. So this tribulation shall be so intense that it has never happened in this intensity and magnitude before. No, nor shall ever be. So there's a time of great distress coming on the world because of Christ. Now, the quick issue is, Lord, can we escape it? God says, no. I will be with you in it. This is where the argument of pre-trip rapture comes in. Some people says, no, that God cannot allow us to suffer. So before this time starts, God will have taken us out of the earth. That's been our pre-trip rapture. But before this starts, every believer will be what? Take it. But every scripture that we can point to is contrary to that notion. But the people that believe that are believers and they are Christians. But the danger of such beliefs is when those things begin to happen, they'll be ill-prepared. And their hearts will fail them. Because they were not told that these things will happen. And that's why we must be told. That's why I'm preaching it. That's why I'm sharing. That's why I'm showing you where these things are happening now in the world so that you don't endanger your faith. Because your faith is your highest possession on the earth. So is it my faith? It's my highest possession. It's my highest worth upon the earth. Just like God's topmost position on the earth is who? His children. If God is to pick anything on earth, guess what? He won't pick any country. Amazing. You know what we're going to pick? You pick the destitute who is a believer in Djibouti. You pick that 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 made seven in, in, in Somalia, in, in, in Kuwait, in Iraq, in Iran, in that farthest part of the world who has put faith in Christ. That's God's own possession. So if God's church possession is not earth, wealth on earth, then why come to our greatest treasure? You're there. Our said, leave not up for yourselves treasures 
that doesn't mean that you now plant and go and live under the tree and say, no, 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 no. He's telling you what your priority should be and what should be the direct factor of the trajectory of your own life as a Christian. Never forget you're a believer. So say, say, I'm a believer. Tell me, believer. A believer is someone who is in Christ and has sold himself, giving him super life to Christ living. Christ is both his Savior and his Lord. To be Lord means someone in charge of someone else's life. If Christ is my Lord, then he's in charge of my life. My life henceforth is no more my own. Amen. Does it make sense? And why is God giving us this word that he might protect the treasure in us and keep us sound in him? What is the great mission and how widespread will be? Question two. I'll speak for the next 20 minutes this morning and I'm going to stop. At what point shall this start? Fourth question. What will, what will this question mark the end of all things? Now, by that, we know yes and no. For the few things that will happen at this event that we'll see for revelations, God has given us the landmarks of events as we play out in this tree. As we answer this question, I will show you two videos. Now, these videos are videos I come across in my just, you know, because I saw it, I'm doing this study. So, AI, AI now, will bring these things to me because this one is still have interest in. Listen, God wants us to grow beyond the flesh and the attraction because that's the, that, that's the weapon Satan has. He said that he brought Jesus. Turn stone. Use what you have to get what you use your connections. Don't stress yourself. Use what you have to get what you same thing. You have the power. Turn stone to bread. Satisfy the flesh. You know sometimes you be thinking, if I have money, I'll be drinking only milk. In fact, I will use milk to drink, I will milk to cook, I will use milk to work, to bathe. I will drink milk. Because when you see pink milk on TV, advert, you will do come. So if I have money, I will show me something. And I was going up, I said, I will show you something. I will be, be using coke to bathe. Because I drink coke once again. So I put my mind that, ah, we will finish coke. And I go, I, I thought that coke will finish you with a little much. And the same thing, you think that the time will come when you have it, and you know, in fact, when you do not talk of it, it will like you. Jesus takes God to bread. It's all about satisfying self. God is never in the picture. He said, if you can worship me, I will give you all. What's it that is about? See you. I will give you. James to you. Just live your best life now. So your focus is not about best life. Anyone that focuses on best life now will lose life. 
But he that wants to lose the life actually are those that actually find it. So choose to lose your life for Christ. See, you find it. It's only a matter of what? Of time. You see, stay in Christ for the next 20 years. And compare those who left Christ for 20 years. Start together. There will be wide difference. You find that you have a peace that they look at you. How did you get here? I got it by staying with the Lord. So these are things where you take your Christian walk serious. That's it. That's my highest treasure. My highest treasure is not a house or a field or a town. No, it's not. God is, you know what God does? I, I love God. He said, Master, Master, please. Let's put back. It's really strong. Okay, he's there. Master, Master. He says, We have left all to worship you. We have left the family pressure. We have left ourselves. What will we give? Now, here God answered. He says, Very, very, I said to you, No one, except you don't leave it. He says, No one that lives father, mother, house, lands, and anything that is of treasure to the flesh and body in this world. They will not have home and food. Where? Here. That is, there's no, you won't lose anything actually. You have a house of your own. You build it by faith. Where others are buying with, with trickery. Some say, that was a journey. I'm a mobile. I'll claim this game. Everything is about worldly and evil calculation. But he also come by resting. In fact, you won't know when it happens. You walk and see it happen. Because it's God's blessings that makes a man rich and has no sorrow. And these people that claim asylum, where there's where there's nothing wrong with them. Believers who travel, who go and marry a woman. And they will sign deal. And churches are the ones doing arrangement. Pastors will do it. And the pastor will get the court in the deal. What the deal is said. And a man will believe in a woman. But they have agreement. I was on the story of a Christian who traveled to the US. I think with his wife or something. And then told her that marriage ended. And there were workers in the church. What kind of workers were they? The flesh must die. You see, the flesh is the problem of every man. The flesh always says more, more, more. It never says more of God, more of God, more of God. So it must come to a point where we say, Lord, your will be done in my life. For that is how our faith is protected in him. And I close this one with these two, with these two videos. I'll appear from there. So I'll begin. Remember what Jesus Christ said. When you see these things, know the end is close. As you walk through life, begin to invest in eternity. Begin to show love. Begin to give. Begin to bless. Begin to preach. Begin to force people to get born again. Because 
This one is about when you see a person walking in the wrong path, it's a time to walk, to drag them. Amen. Hallelujah. A true believer will testify for Christ both in God and life. These are things where it will show from you. The glory can be hidden. Don't be the terror in the neighborhood. Be the peace builder, the bridge maker in the neighborhood. Let men know who to go to when there's trouble because the life of Christ is in you. It's why we should come to understand the mystery of the end times so that our lives can be calibrated. So we can live in revelation fear, not morbid fear, but fear of reverence of God and holy God's perfect words as truth. I want to show you these two videos and I will close. But I'm building this up in your heart. Let me ask you Are you learning anything in this series? Are you doing learning something? Alright, let's watch this. Northeast India is happening in the state of Manipur. Welcome back. Christians are under attack in Northeast India. It's happening in the state of Manipur, where about 40% of the nearly 3 million residents are Christian. Some 34 churches have been destroyed in about a dozen villages. More than 50 Christians have been killed, and at least 20,000 have fled their homes. Most of violence was sparked over plants by the government. You see, the people you saw on, 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 on that hill are believers who have been threatened to be killed by the Indian state. They are calling on the same press we are calling on. And it's on that grounds they are being killed. At this point, about 50 of them have been killed already. There is a reason I'm serving Christ. The same press we are serving. This is the time. So if people are dying for Christ now, the only thing is that God will take you out when the when person begins. At that time, just intensify. Already it's been done as we speak. This is in India. Two months ago. Please. Keep playing. That baby you are seeing is a church fled their homes. The violence was sparked over plans by the government to give privileged status to this a church. ethnic group in the region. Recently, CBN's Mark Martin spoke with David Curry, president and CEO of Global Christian Relief, about who's behind these deadly attacks. David, who's behind these attacks on Christians and their churches? Well, there's some ethnic tensions in Manipur, uh, which is in the northeast. It's a state in the northeast of India. But the attacks have really been driven. It's been an escalation by, I think, the central government, the BJP party, Hold on. which has made a, being a Christian. The violence is being pushed by what? The central government. <laughs> so when you hear that, some will come in the world at a time and oppress Christians. It's already happening. But at this time, it will be global. And the believers right now are going through this on earth. For Christ's sake, are you prepared? If anything happens to us right now, 
Will you see me in church? Will you serve God? When before your very eyes, I'm taking, uh, I'm being beaten for preaching. Will you say, you want to give a preach to me? Let me escape. So it's time to prepare. So as the big pastor, someone is laughing. You know, in the house, he's saying, God forbid, my pastor, they can't beat you. No more me. They will beat me all. So the elder we began to prepare for this beating, the better for us. But if the beating doesn't reach us before we go to the Lord, okay? But there are people that will surely be. It's only a matter of this water. by, I think, the central government, the BJP party, which has made being a Christian something that's not considered part of India. It's, it seems as though their message is, if you're not a Hindu, you're not a real Indian. And this has allowed this escalation of violence against Christians and Christian churches. We have dozens of Christian churches that have been destroyed since May 3rd when these uh, riots began. And you have hundreds and thousands Those of people, are in the church. almost up to 9,000 right church. now, who have been displaced this place because of this violence. Regardless of how they frame it, whether it's ethnic violence or anarchists, it seems to always be that the Indian government is overlooking and even in some cases encouraging violence against Christians in India. Now, as you said, David, many Christians are displaced. More than 30 churches have been burned. How are they surviving right now? Well, right now they're in shelters. I've uh, got some more video feeds. Uh, these people shoulder to shoulder sleeping in shelters, makeshift uh, shelters in some cases. So they're wow. literally just on the run. And this happened just a few months ago in November, December, January in Chhattisgarh, a totally different area. That's why I say that we have to look at the pattern of behavior. In both cases, especially right now in Monopore, we have video evidence that shows the police assist. The last thing he said is that the evidence that the police are assisting to kill Christians. This one is physical tracking. It's a local police. Now, this will be global police with global mandate because of Christ. Go and tell these people and preach to them. You will not suffer for Christ. In fact, your best days are yet that I don't want to make Christ did not call us to wrath, but to enjoyment and glory. Nonsense. So are, we, are we together? Tell these believers that Christ has not called us to wrath. What more wrath is more rapturous than this? These are the persecutions we go through. And we shall go through it for the sake of Christ. A time is coming when the world will turn solely against the Lord. And everything happening along these lines are being built up to it. So the church must begin to prepare. One more video and I will cross. Yes, perfect. You are thanks for coming on today with me. We're going to be talking about this case. You are representing an Oklahoma street preacher. His name is Rich Penkoski. And this is a really interesting case. He is claiming he was given a five-year restraining order. Uh, before we get into what he was allegedly guilty of that led to this restraining order, restraining order, what are the penalties for the order? Oh, it's a five-year restraining order. 
uh, reciting basically two Bible verses. That's it. And uh, he can get uh, one. He can be put in jail, fined, uh, taken away if uh, the he he, he says anything in terms of Bible verses or anything dealing with these uh, LBGT people that felt threatened by uh, one of the Bible verses is uh, out of Luke chapter Matthew eighteen six. Jesus speaking, saying that you know you're itself, you know you go to hell basically if you back oh, yeah. in. I don't spend all just on what he's doing. Tell me, what was he saying? Now, this issue. A street preacher was given a five-year restraining order for preaching and quoting Matthew 18.6. So, for that preacher, he had been banned for the next five years from quoting Matthew 18.6. And he was banned by the court. He was he was sued. That just I said, in fact, it is what is it? What 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 did he say there? For quoting now, this man is an unbeliever. He's it's, it's not shocking him. He said he's crazy that he has never seen him before. He said for this village. Matthew 18, 6. Yes. Whoever causes one of these little ones. Who believe in me? Yes. Sin. Yes. It will be better for him if a millstone were hung around. He was putting this to the LGBTQ that they should stop taking children and putting them and teaching them. That's what he was accused of. And the person that had it said he infringed on on his emotion that he spoke God. I mean, he used a word that he doesn't know to counter how. How they are feeling, and therefore their their emotion has been bastardized, and therefore it should be realized. And just said for for attacking their emotion, we give you five years restraining order from quoting Matthew eighteen six. This man is unbeliever. He too was laughing. He said. This is incredible. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said yeah, at the end of times, we will say things that we have not seen before. Alright. If I'm a Christian, can I give you this news? No, I'm just practical. As they ban Matthew 26, they, they, will, they will start banning all scriptures. And they will tell you, empty your dream, but you get to a church. And even from church, some of the church said, well, the things you are saying in church. This same guy spoke against drag queens in church. Churches sued him. For speaking against their programs to win children. Churches sued him. Unbelievers sued him. So when church begins, now I'm telling you where the world is headed to. So the scripture is greatly under attack. When you see this happen. Start preparing. For me, I'm ready. Are you ready? For me, I'm prepared. Are you prepared? So let the church of God prepare. Let's be set. And let's travel light. Let's travel light. Let's be God-centered. 
from God as revealed to us what will happen, and we see them happen. Now, the main video is now watching over. That's the essence of the of this. The man is shocked himself as an attorney that he has never seen where quoting Jesus is now against the Lord that you can be jailed and given a receiving order from God when it's not a political matter. This is religious and freedom of speech. But really, at the end of time, there will be nothing like freedom of speech. So the earlier you eat a lot of God's word now, the better for you. See the Indian believers? They are meeting, they are standing shoulder to shoulder in the trenches, encouraging one another in the Lord, having lost 50 of their brethren to attack because they love Christ. Blessed are they who die in Christ, for they shall cease from all their trouble and enter their rest, and their works shall go with them. For in this world we will have trials, we will have tribulations, but we are good here. The world is not found by Christ. So let your faith be strengthened. Prepare. Stand strong. Evangelize. Hold on to faith. Hold on to truth. Let nothing be more valuable to you than your life in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you praise. We thank you, God, for this progressive teaching and enlightenment of the eyes and minds in your world. We pray, O oh God, that you will strengthen us all in your heart. And keep us strong in you till the very end. That none of us will fall by the wayside. That none of us will give up on faith. But rather daily we shall be strengthened. And Lord, your reality will not scare us out of you. But it will draw us more and closer to you. I pray, O God, that we will remain in your love. Keep us in your strength. Keep us in your grace. Lord, we trust you, O God, that every of your promise for us shall come to pass. As we hold on to you until the very end. We praise you, Lord, this afternoon. We thank you for this gathering today. Thank you, God, for the revealing of your word. Thank you for the power you release on us. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you, God, for the strength and for the word of prophecies. Lord, we are glad that we've come again today. We rejoice that we're able to gather to see your face and receive from you. We bless you, O God. We praise you. As we go, Lord, in this week, Lord, we go again in your consciousness. We go, Lord, realizing who we are in you and be strengthened you day by day to lead the life worthy of our God. To the praise and glory of your Majesty's name. Peace and many more we ask this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. And we say, Amen. 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 Praise God.